You know, we love hearing from you, so keep on sending those tweets and comments, because we read every one of them. Your opinion is important. That's why we don't want you to miss the chance to take our listener survey at podcastone.com. You see, your responses will help us make this show the very best it can be. It's not a lot of effort, because it'll only take you about three minutes, and you'll get the instant gratification that comes with knowing that you helped us get better. So do it now. Take the survey at podcastone.com. That's podcastone.com. And don't forget, keep those tweets and comments coming. The following program is a podcast1.com production. Do you know what this is? It's stimulating, mind-expanding, the in-thing. It's the hula hoop of the jet generation. Podcast1.com presents celebs, pop culture, fashion. No one gets to tell me not to curse. Oh, and some of that, too. This is Brandy Glanville Unfiltered. Now, here's Brandy Glanville. Hi, people. Happy New Year. Is it New Year? Are we? Is it our New Year yet, Art? It's almost uh, New Year's. Cool. Happy almost New Year's. What are your resolutions? Oh, I have resolutions. <laughs> Any that you can share with us? You know, I used to hate New Year's resolutions. By the way, hello. Hi. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? You know, before we get into New Year's and resolutions and things like that, I do want to mention that Kim Richards is on today's show. She's a blast. She's so fun. You guys are all going to fall in love with her. And that's important because she's insanely entertaining and great and just doesn't really seem to give a flying toot about what people think. And I want to see what you guys get into together. Well, I'm glad that she is at the point now where she doesn't care because I, I'm like starting to feel like I care too much what people are thinking and I need to learn a little from her because she's able to kind of like go on brush your shoulder off so so you guys will sit down and have a conversation a little bit later on in the show and I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to that me too she's fun she's nutty she's witty and she's Kim that's I all I can say I can't believe it's the end of um, 2013 already you don't I mean this has just been probably the hardest year that I've had in a decade. From what I can gather, it's been a roller coaster of a year for a lot of people, myself, everybody I know. Just this year has been life changing in many ways, for good and bad. Yeah, reasons. lots of lots of great high high highs and lots of bad low low low. I'm happy with middle ground all the way through 2014. If you're listening, well, 2014 is upon us, and uh, we're about to enter our first full year into producing Brandy Glanville Unfiltered on a regular <laughs> basis. What is this show going to be in 2014? What are our hopes? goals. You know, one of my New Year's resolutions is to take this show and to distribute it to a wider audience and help people understand better that this show isn't for only fans of Real Housewives. You know, I would too like to broaden our audience for sure, because I know we have some really exciting guests coming up and we're not going to be talking about the housewives. We're not going to be talking about the housewives. And I think that this show has a lot to offer for people that aren't fans of that show. I think that you have a very, very good voice and a very, very good grasp of what we're doing here. And I think that this show is mass appeal. And I think that dudes could listen to it. I think women could listen to it. Young, old. Uh, it's an entertaining show with entertaining interviews that are informative and engaging. And people aren't really picking up on that outside of the community, the housewives community, because they haven't been exposed to it yet. And that's one of my goals is to expose people that wouldn't normally check this out because of the affiliation to see that this show is much more than just chat about the housewives. Right. It, you know, it is true, but I do have to say thank you to my friends on the housewives that have come and done the show for me because, you know, getting started and getting your feet wet and getting guests is not always the easiest thing to do. So, of course, I'm pulling in some ringers, but I really do enjoy, I love Craig Gass. Like, our conversation to me was so great. I left there thinking about it all day long. I left here thinking about it. Left there. Where was I? Where am I now? <laughs> Who am I? <laughs> 
the December craziness that's almost over that's taking over my brain. It's such a rush. The entire month of December is a goal to keep up with hurry everything up, that's going up, on. Right. Yep. <laughs> I can't, you know, I'm just, I'm really looking forward to 2014. I've never actually kept one of my New Year's resolutions, so. I've never done a New Year's resolution, to be completely honest with you. I've always thought that they were kind of cliche and trite, but this year I'm trying something a little different. I'm going to open my mind to, to the idea of a resolution and try and stick to a few of them and see if it's something that works for me. I've always been of the opinion that resolutions are for people that can't decide to do something on their own without help in some way. I feel like it's a lot of men that I know don't make them because it's just another form of commitment for them. <laughs> no offense, no, of but <laughs> that's kind of what they look at it as. So they're like, ah, resolution, who cares? We don't need one. All the women I know, it's either diet or get more healthy or, you know, don't care so much about what other people think. Try to stay off social media. That's mine. No kidding. <laughs> I can't. I just can't. Mine. At least you know your own limitations. No, I know. I am very, like I said in the past, self-aware. Um, and sometimes it does me good and sometimes it does not. I think at the end of the day, though, it, it always will be for the better. Yeah. a certain self-awareness you know, and, and, how <laughs> yes. you're, and how you're contributing to any situation or environment that you're in. I agree. <laughs> is that a question? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I know. And my brain is running a little slow today. It's just the December craziness. I think I'm finally We're like, all distracted. I mean, we, we got holidays. We got family. We got everything is just, you know, the last thing that we're doing anybody is focusing on work at the time that we're recording this because it's the last week of the year. Well, we're here. We're here. Well, of course we're, <laughs> we're working because we're committed. This is our this is a love. This is a love. What do you call it? Uh, love uh, burden of love <laughs> smorgasbord of oh mm, i'm hungry oh <laughs> it's a smorgasbord i can't even say that word smorgasbord so have you made any that. any personal resolutions for 2014 I say, have you made love i was like well, no Brandy. Um, <laughs> uh i've decided to try to get my stripper nails off and just roll with my little nubs no more fake nails huh yeah you know i i really hate my hands and I Why have, do you hate your hands? Well, because I have like little tiny nail beds, like children's size. Cuticles? Yeah, no, the cuticles are fine. The nail bed is short. It's not like Kristen that was, you'll see. She has the prettiest hand. I get hand envy. But I'm going to try to not do my stripper nails. It's just, it's. I can't promise you anything. <laughs> I'm already missing them and it's only been like a day. Well, three months into the year, we'll check in on how you're doing on oh. your stripper nails and see if you've uh, you know broken yourself at all. So stripper nails, it's, it's a good start. Anything yes. beyond uh, uh, nails? No. <laughs> I think I'm just going to go with that because anytime I set a bigger, um, what do you call it, resolution for myself, I feel the pressure and cause, because I do always follow through with what I say. And if I don't, I get angry with myself. So I'm not going to make any giant resolutions other than the nails, which is going to be big and hard enough as it is. I have a couple resolutions. What are yours? Personal ones. Oh, other, than, other than I do need a haircut. You know what? You are so you damn do. dead on about that. I need to go get my haircut. I was supposed to do it over the weekend, and I uh, uh, it's lazy. But other than bringing this show to a wider audience and demonstrating that this show is for everybody, I personally want to get back into songwriting in 2014 oh. and focus on my ability to my lack of ability because I haven't been practicing it in five, six, seven years. And I, I just want to get back into playing music again for myself. It's not even to play music so people can hear it. It just is a form of therapy that yes. I haven't had time to dedicate towards doing for myself. And I've been trying to do it a little bit more lately. And I've noticed that when I take 
a half an hour three or four yourself. times a week just to sit and noodle around and let my brain kind of wander and all that stuff. I feel so much better coming out of it and kind of refreshed and cleansed. So I really want to rigorously sit down and structure out days that are dedicated to sitting down and working Doing, on my songwriting right. again. You know what? That's really good. I do think it's very... I've noticed you've been a little tense these past few weeks. Mm-hmm. Don't take it the wrong way. No, of course. But I, I do think it's really important to have time for yourself to do something you love, whether it's cooking or even just dancing around your bedroom. You have to take the time to enjoy life before it passes you by. Do things you love. You love to write music. Let's write a song together. I love to write. I just, I love to write and I make little like silly poems up and... If you got poems, we will match them to music. I, I, and I in got 2014, lyrics. we will release song, maybe one a month. We'll, we'll release silly little songs. All right. Maybe by the end of the year, we'll have something really damn decent. You know what? I'm a, I'm a good little rapper. I'm a rapper. You know, I've been reading that. You've, uh, you tweeted something about that within the last <laughs> few weeks about how all of a sudden you have this goal to like write a rap song. I do. You know, I want to do um, something like the Tigra and Bunny thing with the cars that go boom. So we're I've, talking like an epic rap. 80s. Not banging hoes and raining bills and things like that. It would be a little more fun. It's going to be a little kitschy, but not like legit, you know. By the way, that's a deep cut, the cars that go boom. I'm not sure I a lot like of people it. know what that song oh, is. Oh, God. Tigger and Bunny. We like the, the boom. Cars, the cars that <laughs> go boom. I love that song. I do too. I love Salt and Pepper. I Peppa. I was listening to Salt and Pepper no more than like two or three days I ago. I love them. I grew up with them. I was listening to Shoop, as a matter of fact. I'm Shoop, driving to work, Shoop, and I'm listening to the lyrics, and I hadn't heard Shoop since I was probably nine, ten, eleven years old. And I'm sitting here listening to the lyrics, going, "You got to be kidding me! What this song is about? This was a massive hit that got played on the radio, and it's about." penises <laughs> for all intents like that's what it's about it's about you know. well you know i mean there are those songs don't you remember that song short dick man don't want no, no short, short dick, dick man, man. Yep. yep i mean they're <laughs> it is what it is like that's they're not let's not say that they're going to change the world with their lyrics um we're not changing the world with our, with our song i like salt and pepper the push it's a great song dude that push it's awesome and i love my favorite song was Always express yourself. I knew every word of that song. And what, I NWA? Like the, the no, no, Salt and Pepper. Express oh, yourself. Oh. I did like NWA. God yes. bless you, Easy. Easy is the man. He was, yeah, very, very sad. Pep to the step. Somebody's coming. <laughs> I like. I know all those songs. He has a song on one of his solo records called "Nuts on Your Chin." That's always made me laugh. That sounds amazing. I haven't actually heard that. That's funny. I thought I had heard everything. But... I'll, uh, I'll dig it up and I'll show it to you. It's <laughs> great. It's a damn funny show. And 2014, and looking ahead at this show, in the first couple months, we have guests lined up that are wanting to come on this show that some of them are scheduled, some of them still need to be scheduled, but just the list of names that has been building over the course of the last few weeks of people that are now expressing interest wanting to come on this show after they've heard it is kind of mind-blowing. I'm a little bit like, how am I going to handle it? Am I going to be able to hold it together with these big people, movie stars? And I don't know. It's I'm excited, and I really get excited when the comedians want to come on because in my head... I'm an amateur comedian. I really do like think about things that could possibly make people laugh. Like I do it all the time and I've been doing it my whole life. So I, in my head, I'm a little bit funny. Some of the comedians <laughs> that we have just coming in on my list here, Jim Florentine, uh, your friend Carlos Mencia I'm excited. said he was yes. coming. Seth Rogen is still, you know, we got to oh. get that locked in and squared away, but he will be in. Uh, right after it's the first of the year, crazy. And those are those are we're th- cool. Those are legit comedians, and these are people that want to come on the show. I'm not reaching out. They're, sure, they don't want to come on me. me. No, I'm well, I'm, <laughs> I'm actually friends with Carlos's wife, so I know he doesn't at all. And then you know, last week we were, remember when we were going over the uh, 
the potential different songs that we could use for the theme. And yes. We were talking about the 90s, and you started singing Cherry Pie. Yes. My cherry pie. Bobby Brown, the girl from that video, is going to come in and do the show. I was obsessed with her when she was on Star Search. She's coming in. Do you understand? She's going to do She just put out a book. I'm reading. I'm in the middle of reading her book right now. I'm obs- She was my idol. Well, she's going to come in, and she's going to talk about all of the men that she slept with nice. during that era. Oh, my God. I'm it's, getting the chills right now. It's going to be, I'm telling you, Epic. it's going to be such a fun interview. I, I just, I have never seen her in person, and I used to, I wanted to be her. When she, she was on Star this. Search, I wanted to be her. My grandma was like, that's what you should do one day. I'm like, that's all I thought about was like, I want to be Bobby Brown. Honestly. She was 80s rock on the Sunset Strip. I mean, she lived it. She was in the thick of it, and she, I mean, she was the queen. She yeah. reigned Tommy Lee and uh, what's his name from Poison all these people she's cherry, she's cherry pie when I think of that song I, I see the video in my head and she's done it Warrant I believe is the name yes. of the band cherry pie I believe you're if right if you haven't seen the uh, the music video there might be some younger people listening to this have no <laughs> idea what the hell we're talking about what do you about. mean we're young Art I why mean, are you throwing uh, me under the bus hey, you're the old no, one I'm people that are younger than me <laughs> alright never heard of Warrant and cherry pie oh, and everyone's the, heard we have to, uh, 80s rock is ama- hairband rock is amazing you a big fan of Van Halen I am. I am. David D- Diamond Dave or No, I will tell you I loved Rush. I loved Def Leppard. I loved and who else? My sister was actually I was more into like gangster rap, but we shared a room, so I had to listen to her dumb rock and roll. <laughs> and now I know all the words to those songs. Which, bon Jovi. And, yes, but before I used to hate it because I was like, I don't want to listen to that and now it brings back the best memories. I can't imagine a like teenage you sitting around listening to gangster rap. Always, yeah. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, I grew up in an area where it was very popular. It was like all we listened to, you know, except for my sister, who was like a rocker. No wonder she, you like the cars that go boom. I do like the cars that go boom. Uh-huh. The bass. Uh, also, Dax Holt from TMZ is going to come here on the show. I know. I'm going to grill that guy. I'm sorry, but he reports on everyone else's crap. I'm going to let him know the things he's gotten wrong in the past. I don't think he has any idea what he's getting into. He has no clue. You're good. But we're going to have a good time. Put him through it. Uh, Fabio is going to come on the show, yeah. I can't believe it's not butter. Oh my God, that's amazing. Remember when he got hit in the face, mm-hmm. like by a pigeon or something? It was a big bloody mess. He was on a roller coaster or something. I know. Like that's why I don't do roller coasters anymore because of really? that picture. Yeah. I love roller coasters. Like, I'm a big, you know, theme park aficionado. I consider People myself. die. People die. People do die, but they also just get hit in the face with the pigeons. But and- people die. Let, I mean, let's not forget. This is what I tell my children. Be careful. People die on roller coasters. I like to put a little fear into them. Well, it's good. They should, quest- they should question babies. everything before they do it. You should instill a little fear yes. into them. Do not run and jump off of this ledge. They just... Oh, they're my loves. So we have a lot, and there's just there's a whole bunch more that I'm working on. It's going to be a very very good beginning of the year. Uh, well, we got to get we have to get Puffy in here. We go way back. So I was, I'll know, work I'll work on that with Chris and Josh. You guys were talking about that outside. You should talk about it on this a little bit later on when you do your interview with her. I think it's next week's show. But I had no idea you even knew Puff P. Uh, what is he calling himself right he's now? P. Di- he's P Diddy now. But I knew him when he was Puff, like at the height when he was dating. You J-Lo. were like rolling around his Hamptons mouse. We were, yeah. He gave us the house. We were rolling. We were like. He came over for taco night. <laughs> what? I know. We got to get him on the show. I know. We'll have to try. Yes. We'll try. And then there's another one, too, that you and I have been discussing for weeks now that I don't want to announce just yet. No, but, I'm working. But when working that on one it. does happen, uh, you, we might have to go to him, but we are going to hopefully do it. It's going to blow minds and make news. And it's I want, you know, I want to have my friend Darren on. He's an MEA. Oh, 
What is he? He's an MMA manager and he represents um, Ronda Rousey. And oh, I've heard her in interviews and she is good. That would be an excellent interview, the two of you. Yeah, no, she almost kicked my ass when I, <laughs> I don't let's not even get into it. But Darren is one of my best friends. He's her manager and I walked into his house because I've known him forever. And she was there and I just kind of went about doing my business as I always do in Darren's house. And there, there was this like standoffish moment like I was on her territory and she was on mine and I was like, Holy heck, but then we became friends and now. Yeah, no, I mean, she's the one chick that I'm actually afraid of. She's hilarious, though. I mean, she's smart and she's she's stunning, like stupid, no makeup, stupid, pretty. Wow. Like she's stunning. uh, She's in the new Expendables film coming out. She is. She is actually. And she was just at the cover of Maxim and she's all over the place. She's blown up. You know who else I'm working on? I will let this one out because I think it might happen. And I really, 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 really am putting all of my positive energy into just making this happen. I want to get iced tea and cocoa in here. (gasps) I love them. Because I, you know, the gangster rap thing and they're just, they're so interesting. I think she is so sweet and he, their love is so genuine. Yes. I do not want to see anything ever happen to them. I believe in love. They make me believe in love. And he's brilliant. Yeah. I mean, I watched the documentary that he did. It was a year or two ago, The Art of Rap, and it was basically the history of rap and and the genesis and where it all came from. And it was such a riveting piece. Well, you don't get to be where he is at, at this level. He's an actor. He's a musician. But he knows what he's doing. And people respect him because he's been doing it longer than anyone else. We should turn this show into just getting like all of the biggest rappers that we can on. You know what? We should. My friend's friends with Fiddy. We get Fiddy in here. We can get Lil Wayne in here. I love Lil we Wayne. get the Fresh Prince. Oh. <laughs> I actually, um, I just did the audio for my second book, which was three days in a studio. I know you were recording with somebody else. Yes, I, I, I know. Did know you get I jealous? About that. I was a little, uh, was a little it was, it was. I didn't do audio for my first book, so... In this little tiny soundproof room, reading my book aloud, and I cried, I laughed. It was just, it was such an amazing experience. But it was so hard. I'm not going to lie to you. Oh, I'm sure you did take after take after you take. You know, after I, take. I, I actually started telling myself when to start over and go back because I knew when it was good and when it was bad. Having done this show for you know a few weeks now, did that help you get behind a microphone and be able to read the book? Or was it a completely different experience? Completely different, but it did make me comfortable. Like, you know, there was two guys behind the glass right. looking at me and that I felt, I didn't feel nervous in the, my surroundings, but as far as reading and making it exciting and making it my voice and making sure I'm Getting it right, I was nervous. Yeah, for sure. But when, when you sit down to write a book, do you write it longhand? Do you sit down with a legal no. pad? No. I use my computer. I just start typing away, and then I send it off to my girlfriend, and she kind of. I just, I kind of call it throw up. <laughs> I just when I think of something that went on in my life or that happened to me in a relationship, I write it down right away because if I don't, I'll forget it. And do you that, journal? Do you write? I do. I do, and I also have a recorder in my car because I'm in my car so much. I think of very genius things in my head in my uh-huh. car. Yeah, me too. And so I'm like, oh, shoot, I gotta, I gotta, I can't write it down. So I have a little recorder and I just record it and then I hand it over to Leslie. I'm like, here's some more stuff. She's like, awesome. I have to get that recorder back. You know, speaking of the book, we should promote your book contest. Oh, yes. 818 contest at gmail.com. The book is gonna come out in February of. February of 2014. Not, not about- 2015, 2014. Um, the week of Valentine's Day. So that should be interesting. It's more of a breakup book than a... It's You know, I'm going to invite all my single friends and we're going to hang out and maybe guys and girls. Or maybe I'll do like a match.com like soiree and we'll give my a book singles, away. Singles party. Yeah, let's do Brandy it. Brandy Glanville singles party. I'm turning into a madam. <laughs> <laughs> you and uh, what's her name? Heidi Fleiss. Heidi Fleiss. Yeah, I'll invite Heidi her. Fleiss. 
Uh, but the contest, yes. when they enter, basically they got to pre-order the book. Right. Take the rece- Use the Amazon link. That's correct. You have to use it. the show. Our Amazon link from Podcast One. Pre-order the book and then email me your receipt and contact information. So, And you can enter as many times as you want to buy the book. <laughs> and when people buy the book and they send you the proof of purchase through yes. the pre-order, uh, it's, they're going to be entered into a drawing. Yes. And then in February, once the book comes out, you're going to draw a name out of a hat or out of whatever you're going to I don't bra. think it'll be a hat. I think it'll Maybe be a, a bowl. A bra, or bra. A bra could be Well, cool. I, hopefully there's going to be more receipts than <laughs> the proofs of purchase than my little bra. A, a bowl of bras. Yes. Uh, and then you're going to pull a name out and you're going to spend the day with a winner and a person of their choice in their town Correct. signing the book and just getting we're out, gonna out. You know, we're gonna we're gonna do a book signing in that town and then we're gonna go to breakfast lunch and dinner we're gonna get personal and get to know each other and have a good time i really it's important to me to connect with people out there that are connecting with me i want i want them to know that i am who they see on tv right. partially and who i am on this podcast. i mean i actually think as a public personality well the podcast I think gives people a better view of who I am than just what they see on TV because it's like little snippets of my life. And this is you and I talking about real life, everyday drama. Like, I mean, you have how many cast members on that show? Oh God, eight, I don't, seven, six, seven I don't eight, know. something like that. And there's 22 minutes per episode. You're no, it's four. There's 44 minutes. 44. Per, okay, yeah. so so when you but when you do the math, I mean, how many minutes is that per cast member? Well, it's not a whole lot. <laughs> I don't do public math. I, I mean, you make me do public. It's math. about six, a little more than six minutes. Six minutes, Dougie, fresh your own. Uh, See, uh, with the podcast, own. you get an hour a week. I know. All to myself. Uh, Before we get into uh, the interview with Kim, she's got to get in here in a minute. I wanted to read a story here for you. I want to know if you've been aware of this over the holiday season. A mystery man gives tips for Jesus of up to $10,000. What does that mean? There's been a guy going around leaving tips on restaurant bills for up to $10,000. But what do you mean tips for Jesus? That's kind of the way he's branded it. And you can go on Instagram. You can follow his Twitter account where he's taking pictures of these receipts and uploading and showing like how... And saying it's, it's called tips it's for called Jesus? It's called tips for Jesus. Yeah, because of Christmas. Okay. I think it had everything to do with Christmas. I don't think that tip and Jesus should be in the same sentence. He could have probably done okay. a little bit better with the naming of it, but no, it's, that's, ama- it's the that's cost. amazing. You know, it's about that what he's amazing. doing. It's out in New York. The story starts: the one hundred and eleven dollar and five cent New York restaurant receipt includes a one thousand dollar tip and the words "God bless" scrawled across it. The handle at Tips for Jesus is stamped next to an illegible signature, and you can go on Instagram and follow at Tips for Jesus to see what this guy's been up to. In recent weeks, similar tabs have popped up in restaurants from coast to coast and even in Mexico with tips as much as $10,000 all charged to American Express. Wow. $10,000 tip. Come to L.A. (laughs) Come here. We had an expensive Christmas. On this past Sunday, just after midnight, the mysterious man surfaced again, this time in Fairfield, Connecticut. Hmm. He left a $5,000 gratuity on a $112 bill at the Sea Grape, an eatery where college kids drop by for cheap beers by the beach. Well, somebody's got to know who this guy is and what he looks like. The people that waited on him have to have some sort of recollection. I think he's doing it. Yeah, you would think that they would, yeah. they would start talking about it, but I think right. he's trying to establish like an anonymity. I can never say this word. Anonymity. Now I'm thinking an anomaly. I'm an anonymity. You're an anomaly. Anonymity. Anonymity. Now I can't say That's okay. We know what we're talking about. Tips for Jesus and Instagram account filled with photos documenting the tips has more than 54,000 followers. Okay, let me just ask you, because this kind of goes across 
my head because I think differently. Do you think if you're going to do an act of kindness like that, you need you to broadcast it, it. Exploit it by putting it out there to the world. Letting everyone know that it's happening, even though he is I think it's remaining. A, it's a fine line. It's a very, okay. very delicate balance in terms of I, I understand where he could be trying to inspire people to do the same. Yes. I think that's, that is good. I, I, I'm, I'm kind of like torn on this. If you're going to do something nice, you almost don't want to have to talk about it. Yeah, I don't go around, you know, if I do something nice, I don't that go around saying, guess Come what on. I did broadcasting it to the, all my friends. Look at how great I am. But something like this, I think it's big enough to where it does kind of warrant the exposure yeah, and I just guess to it's show not, people. He's not looking for, he, obviously he wants to keep it anonymous, so he's not looking for the hype that comes with or the fame that would come with associated with this. But I just think if you're going to do something nice, just do it. But I, I guess I'm on the fence about this one. But if you're doing it as a consistent thing where you're doing it day in and day out, you know, as a regular for the holiday season, it is kind of cool. I think that the power of good is infectious. And I think that it, it's much more effective when, when you can be inspired and, and really just kind of grab, grab the disease and run with it yourself. I think it's really important to, this is this is kind of a little off subject, but when you see people walking around, you know, shopping for holidays, there's a lot of angry looking people. Mm-hmm. I smile. I think a smile is infectious and it goes a long way. You smile at somebody and they smile back and then they're smiling at someone else. And then we're actually happy people. I, I make smile. eye contact. I, I do too. I, do. I, sm- well, I mean, I'm not going to make eye contact if I'm not going to smile. I always smile. Like not a big, giant, toothy grin, but I just a little acknowledgement that we're walking past each other and we both are existing in this world. Smile, people, I think it's a really nice thing that people should do. I do it on a regular basis and it's so funny to me to see how people will react like if, you if they're it uncomfortable come off pervy you know. it can come off pervy, but i think people just go like oh you, know, <laughs> you notice me or something like that it's funny you know sometimes people will be super friendly and outgoing you can even stop and have a conversation with them well, other times they, they, they can't wait too far i, I do kidding. it all the time with i'm kidding i know you are the account displays photos of smiling servers holding receipts with outlandish gratuities on bills also tallied in los angeles san francisco chicago phoenix and ann arbor michigan on twitter tips for jesus has nearly 3,000 followers, but no tweets. Hmm, I think I'm going to follow him and harass him until he tweets me. The Instagram feed comes with the tagline, doing the Lord's work one tip at a time. So I, th- I think it's cool that somebody is out there doing stuff like that and But eventually, I, I agree with you. I, I'm mixed emotions on this. I agree with you. I think it's amazing what he's doing. I think eventually he's going to want people to know who he is, and we'll see if the tide turns. I hope that you're right, and I hope he's just doing this. If just he starts showing high. up on Good Morning America and yeah, stuff like when, that, then Yeah, that's yeah. when you know. But I mean, still, you're, you still did a good thing. You still did a great thing. Good for you. Thank you. Making somebody's life change one tip at a time is a really nice thing to do. Last year during the holidays, I was at a Starbucks and somebody had established something where they paid for their drink and the person's behind them. And then it ended up chaining off like a telephone, like a telephone effect. And by the time I got to the register, I was the like 74th or 75th person that had paid for the person's drink behind them. And everybody was, what happens if you only have enough for your own coffee and you feel bad? I've sometimes like, you know, you scrape all your change up and you're going to get that coffee. You know, it's a dollar nineteen. Well, obviously it's like eight dollars now at yeah. Starbucks, but was this nineteen forty two? I know. Well, I just get a black coffee. I don't get something crazy. There are good people out there. No, that there that are, goes to and, show. And I just like to highlight stuff like that when I see it. I think it's considerably nice. But that being said, we gotta get Kim Richards in here and uh, get to this interview. Be kind, rewind. Remember that? <laughs> To remember that. That, was, that was that was the video store days. I know, I they know. actually used to be printed v- on the VHS. Ugh. Be kind, rewind. You know, I never really rewind. I, I did. I was a kid though. I mean, really, that was my. Favorite. 
I, I had no I My parents are beat us on social media. You rewind. better rewind that too. Rewind it. You take it back. You're responsible for it. Give me a switch when you get home. <laughs> All right. Get that nutty blonde in here. Brandy Glanville Unfiltered will be back in a minute. Trojan Man. So, what do you think? Well, new Trojan Pure Ecstasy condoms are so smooth, it feels like nothing's there. Nothing there. But Trojan Supra Bearskin is America's thinnest non-latex condom. Supra thin. Of course, the Trojan Pleasure Pack has four varieties of condoms. We could try them all. All of them? All night long. So many stimulating condoms, all triple tested for quality. All from the maker of Trojan, America's number one most trusted condom brand. Trusted brand. You've probably tried Hulu.com. Hulu Plus is so much more. With Hulu Plus, you can watch your favorite shows anytime, anywhere. Watch thousands of hit shows and movies in your living room or on the go with your smartphone or tablet. With Hulu Plus, you can watch your favorite TV shows like New Girl, Once Upon a Time, Dancing with the Stars, and Scandal. Watch every episode of shows like The Good Wife, Law & Order, Desperate Housewives, and Grey's Anatomy. You can also check out exclusive content including Hulu originals like The Wrong Mans and Behind the Mask, Hulu's new docuseries that takes you inside the world of sports mascots. You can also get access to a collection of ad-free movies and kids' content. For only $7.99 a month, catch up on current shows, binge on old favorites, or catch a great movie. Stream as many movies and TV shows as you want, wherever you want, whenever you want. Right now, you can try Hulu Plus for free for two weeks when you go to Hulu Plus.com slash brandy. That's a special offer for my new listeners. Make sure you use HuluPlus.com slash brandy so you get the extended free trial and they know who sent you. Go to HuluPlus.com slash brandy right now for your extended two-week trial. This is an important announcement for anyone with a student loan who is having trouble making their monthly payments. If that's you, pay attention because there's a special toll-free hotline that has been set up especially for you. So grab a pen and take this number down or put it in your cell phone. 1-800-652-3707. That's 1-800-652-3707. When you call the National Student Loan Relief Hotline, you will get free information. That's free information to help you relieve the overwhelming financial burden of an ongoing endless student loan. If you are behind, late on payments, or even in default of your student loan, the National Student Loan Relief Hotline can help you. You may also be able to cut your payments in half right away. The National Student Loan Relief Hotline can also stop the harassing phone calls, wage garnishments, and even remove tax liens. The National Student Loan Relief Partner Companies have helped thousands of people just like you fix their student loan problem. Call 1-800-652-3707 for free information today. That's 1-800-652-3707. You're listening to Brandy Glanville, unfiltered. Welcome back to Brandy Glanville, unfiltered. I am here with the beautiful Kimberly Richards, my friend, actual friend and castmate on The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Say hi, Kimmy. Hi, everybody. Hi, Curly. Move that closer oh, to you. Let me just get a little closer to this big yes. mic. Pretend it's something else. I will. I'm going to. It's been a while. Yeah, me too. We... Speaking of that, we need to find ourselves some men. I already said that. I already said this has got to be the year we find the perfect man for both Or of we could just do the whole lesbian thing together, you and yeah, I. Yeah, I've seen that you've been doing that lately. I think, uh, I think I'll start. I think I'll try to find a man. All right. How, how should we go about doing that? I think we have to find a good place to go. I think we have to start going out socially 
Like, you know? so maybe like old people's homes? <laughs> no, I think we just have to like once or twice a week, we need to go out to have a nice dinner. There are places. I think we just need to get out. I think that that's like the thing. I've always been at home with my kids. I know you're real family oriented with your kids. I know yeah, but I go out place. when I, when the kids are with their dad, I go out. I'm making up for 13 years of being with the fun police. Yeah, so see, I haven't done that. I need to start doing that. So I think the two of us together being single, we get out on the town. I know there's these like <laughs> private dating services too. I've heard about them. We should do that. Do we? Do they have to pay us? I don't know, but I feel like, is that weird? Is that I weird? mean, are we hookers? I don't, that's what I don't like. <laughs> I talked to somebody and I was like, the only thing is like these private dating services, does that mean like they expect us to I feel like am I selling myself? Like, is that weird? <laughs> I feel also kind of awkward that like I can't find anybody. Well, like, what's you, wrong with me? It's not you, <laughs> but I think people see you on TV hmm. and they think you're a hundred percent that person because they don't see you like I've seen you outside of TV. Now I see you with your kids. I see you with that crazy dog of yours. I see this gentle, sweet soul, and they see fun Nettie Kim falling over in her interview chair. Maybe that's why they're not calling. Me. <laughs> Maybe that's why my phone isn't ringing off the wall and nobody's banging down my door. Maybe they see me. Well, I mean, I'm just saying that they don't get to see, they get to see the drunk Brandy and they get to see the nutty Kim. But I think ultimately you and I, we try to add comic relief to the show. That could possibly be why our phones are not ringing <laughs> off the wall, Brandy. That could be it. <laughs> oh, you might be right. But what would your <laughs> ultimate type of man be? Huh, at this point in my life, I really want... I want to be honest. <laughs> Am I anybody with a... Yeah. Um, but I think somebody honest, fun, um, I just... You know, reliable, you know, somebody loves my kids, family oriented, you know. Now, would you want someone that was sober as well? Um, I don't necessarily think they have to be sober. I don't want some drunk dude. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, <laughs> but, I wouldn't think you, you would. You know, I definitely, you know, somebody if they want to drink occasionally, that's fine. But um, I want somebody that likes to be, like, loves a barbecue, loves to be outside, loves the ocean, somebody kind of spiritual. That's you. You're always like, we're having a family barbecue. Yeah. Or likes to cook. Somebody that wants to do those things with me that, you know, likes to exercise and, you know. Speaking of exercise, (laughs) I saw you. I was with you on the Arsenio Hall show the other night. And you were a hot number. Hey, by the way, <laughs> I can just kick myself in the butt for that. You know? It was hot. What are you talking about? Everyone that I saw, that's, or everyone that I know that saw it, loved it. They thought it was great. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I was kind of like, what? I, I was didn't want to get up. Okay. Kyle pushes me out the chair. You're going, yeah, go. And Arsenia's dragging me, and I'm thinking, I'm just, and then Kimberly, my daughter, being in the audience, I'm like, no. <laughs> once, I hit the, once I got closer to the pole, and I knew I probably didn't have a choice, I figured, I heard the music. I'm like, girl, you better just get you, into this. You Start get, getting yeah, the groove. You did it. Because you don't really have a choice at this point, so make the best of it. And Wait, you've it. been basically a performer for your entire life. You've been a child actor and then transitioned into being an adult actor. And now, even though it's reality, there is somewhat of a performance aspect to it. Correct? Well, there is when you stand up on a near a pole <laughs> like that with a live audience. There's definitely that sense of, like, yeah, you got to, like, Bring it. Get your groove on there. <laughs> yeah. And try to block out the audience a little. Yes. Like we do with the cameras when we're shooting. Yeah. I, but I knew they were there. And I was like, I better just like make the best. Woo. I did look back at you girls for moral support. My it was very, I was, I was dancing. Like, yeah. I had like, my okay. raise in the roof. All right. <laughs> so let's talk about a little bit about this season. Um, is there anyone that you feel from the seasons prior 
should have been on the show that isn't this season? You know, I don't think that's really fair for me to say because I think obviously the producers make their choices for a reason. So, you know, of course I miss, you know, sometimes the way it was and yet I don't because I think there was a lot of controversy and stuff. So I just kind of go with whatever they're they made their choice. I'm just going to leave it at that. <laughs> I personally feel like one of the new girls makes me miss Adrian and <laughs> Taylor a lot. Yeah. I feel like bring those girls back. At least they have their own story going on and it's not just let's bring down Brandy. So that's my personal take on it. Just be, I think sometimes when you mess with the recipe, it throws the viewers off. People are like, oh, you guys are boring this year. And I'm like, well, you have to get to know every. It's like starting over. They have to get to know us again. Definitely the the beginning of our season. Randy, if you think back, it had that sense of um, we had had just enough of a clash at times, but just (laughs) enough fun and friendship going on that it did have that flow. And sometimes I feel like this season there's so much ickiness sometimes that it's almost – you know, how do we keep the flow going sometimes? Right. But speaking of friendship, I think people are shocked that you and I are actually truly friends and that we talk outside of work. I mean, I really only talk to you and Yolanda, your sister, every once in a while, but mostly you and Yolanda outside of work. I don't. Carlton, yes, with the kids, we hang out and she's lovely. I love her. But people, they see us like tweeting each other or out at dinner and they're like, what the heck are those two doing together? You and I, I think, had the roughest start of just about any person I've ever <laughs> met in my life. Yes. I think once we decided to put it behind us, I think we, that's just what we did. We yeah, really- I don't think it's – I personally do not hold grudges. I get pissed and I get mad and I have a really bad temper that I wish I didn't. You're kidding. <laughs> I know. It's so weird. <laughs> um, but no, it's like when I first met you, it wasn't you. So I can't hold a grudge against someone that wasn't herself. And I was just walking into this this group of women scared, you know, for my job. And just like, it was a nightmare for me. And it was just, it was so hard. I cried that first shoot. I cried the whole weekend long. Well, if I, you remember also, and for me, I had just, I, I have suffered from anxiety and um, panic attacks. And I had just come from a four-day horrible panic and anxiety. And I just left the doctor and they had just given me some medication that day that I had never taken before. So I was not myself either. But once again, it goes back to us introducing new people. We had had our little group. And even though our little group had our ups and downs, I was we were comfortable in it. And all of a sudden, we were meeting you and someone else. And it was people, new people in our group that were like, I'm like, no, we're comfortable with our little group. I don't want new people on our team. And it wasn't you, so to speak, as much as it was just, you know, I'm a, I'm very funny with like comfort zone and right. stay in my little world. And so it wasn't Randy or anybody else. It was just, you know, so, and I think you took that personal. As I you, did. I mean, yeah. I did. And well, I, you were I, new to the group and scared yeah, and but like, nervous. Honestly, watching Yolanda come in and everyone had open arms towards her. I was thinking, was I just not rich enough? Was I just not cool enough? Did I not have celebrity behind me? Like, why is it different for Yolanda coming into our group when everyone's so lovely? I, I, I'm not, I don't blame you because you were not yourself when I came into the group, but it seemed different to me. I was like, Hmm, this is not what I remember. That's I just, think that, like I said, I think that once you and I had that little, that moment, that <laughs> horrible oh, thing, God. and I, I swore I would never be friends with you, and that was just, I couldn't do it, but 
once, you know, I started to get well and once you and I made that decision to put that behind us, I think that we 100% did. Absolutely. And I truly consider you a friend. Me I too. Mean, I, I mean, hold, I we've had heart to hearts. I've called you when I just didn't know what to do. I was so upset about certain things going on. And you've been, you've been like a sister to me. My parents love you. My dad, I love your parents. even in the beginning of the first year, he's like, I don't care. You have to make up with Kim. He's like, I love Kim. I've loved her. I've been such a fan of her. So I'm like, dad, it's not in my control right now. <laughs> but my dad, yes, they love you. They love you to death. They think you're so sweet. And like, she's kind of like me. Like we are jokesters and we are a little nutty, but it's fun. Like it's boring to be so serious and, and really think about everything that comes out of your mouth before you say it. Well, I think that's the thing about you and I, Brandy. We don't. I know. <laughs> like, you didn't think you were going to pray by a garbage can. Yeah. You just went to pray. You know, I just sometimes feel that need. <laughs> I think part of that comes, honestly, with the fact that, you know, when you stop drinking or you stop, you give up something like that, and you get this, like, and you go into some sort of a program, and they tell you, you know, drop down and pray whenever you need to. He's there for you. Yeah, I think that is part of what I do sometimes. If I just, you need to do it, I feel like I it. need it, I need it. And sometimes that's just, and I don't really think about where I am or what I'm doing. And I just like, I feel the need and I just go and I looked around and I didn't <laughs> see any of you. And I, and I thought you were all walking towards the tram and I'm like, oh, I'll just walk over here quickly and just pray. I just need to pray, right? I now. thought it was and adorable I just and nutty. <laughs> and then I look back and like Lisa's laughing and she's like, Oh, I'm not gonna judge. I'm like, Okay, that's fine. Yeah. Do you think she judges you? Oh yeah. I think she always has. And I think that, you know, that's unfortunate for her. I feel like, you know, yeah, let's not make this no. about Lisa. No, 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 no. But I'm but just saying I think, I think that the viewer I don't I mean, I don't know if they've noticed it yet. But I've uh, definitely, I've definitely been around her for a long time, and I've seen her be very dismissive of you from the beginning. Well, the thing is, when I wasn't, when I wasn't really wasn't well, yeah. it used to confuse me because she'd come up to me and she'd be like, you know, darling, you know, let me be here for you, and you know, and she was always on camera. But then when it was off camera, I, you know, she was never there, and you know, and then I'd see the things she'd do with my sister too, you know, and it was always like, like darling. Knowing I wasn't right. there and knowing I would, darling, where's your sister? Yeah. Oh, we whisk kids. Darling, like, we stir the pot a little bit. She's missed the plane and she's missed this and she's missed the boat and she's, you know, I was just always, she was always pointing out my flaws on camera, but never pointing out when, when I was doing well on camera. She did come up to me one time right. um, when I first came home and it, it meant, I can't believe I remember how much it meant to me because I felt it was so sincere. I ran into her downstairs um, in New York. Not on camera. Not on camera. And she was like, darling, you look so beautiful. Oh, come so, And I was like, I remember it touched me so much and I like, cried about it. And I was Aww. like, oh, my God, it made me feel so good. And I was so, God, Lisa, really, like, I felt so, because it was the first time. That you felt it was sincere. It was ever sincere, yeah. I thought. But it wasn't just, it was the only time. And that's why it made me feel so good. And it almost made me cry now because I believed her. And that, and it made me, because it was the only time, right? Well, I'm sure she probably meant it in the moment. Don't you? I mean, I, yeah, I... It was the only moment right. in four years that yeah. she's ever said to me, you look beautiful, I'm so proud of you. But that was it. And that's why it made me... And I talked about it. I told my sister Kathy. And then Kathy was like, oh my God. And Kathy started being nice to her because I told her that. And then when Kyle and... Lisa started having problems. She started calling Kathy. Kathy. I know. And then I was like, whoa, girl. 
you are not cool. And now you're having problems with my sister. It's you're not friends thing. with me. And yeah. now you're calling my sister Kathy. Now, did Kathy ever want to be on the show with you girls? You know, I don't think it was a matter of her ever wanting to be on the show. It was a matter of, a matter of her not wanting to be. It was just kind of like, you know, she'll pop on. Right. I've, yes, yeah, I've you seen know, her. Like I've met her once. Like Kimberly's graduation. So sweet. You know, she'll pop on. Um, for special things, you know, she's quite busy with her own stuff. So oh, she's her dress line. Her uh, you're always wearing line. those dresses. You're so lucky. I'm I, always like, I don't even wear an, I just, anytime there's something, I'm like, Kathy, what do you got for me today? You know, and you I just love lucky. her. Dresses. I need to make friends with her so I can get some dresses. You do. I'm sorry. I spend so much money on trying to keep up with the Joneses, with the clothes and the purses. Too. Just call Kathy Hilton. I'm going to now because it is, it is difficult because, you know, we're all on different pay levels and, I want to be fabulous like everyone else on the show. And you spend a lot, and this, I'm going to talk to my girlfriend, but she's basically spent her entire salary on hair, makeup, and clothes. Yeah, no, I just do my own. And then if I go to my sister's, then I'm able to spend my money on everything else. <laughs> no, I know. My girlfriend's like, I always see Kim with a blow dry bar. I'm like, she's so smart. Smart. Well, smart I have girl. a girl that comes to my house, and she's great, Pamela. And I have Terry. Oh, yeah. Terry, who's amazing, and then Pamela. But when I'm not there, I'm, you know, I'll pop in there on a day's off and I'll just go in and get my hair. I don't like to. I have a bad arm right now, so oh. I can't really wash my Uh-oh. own. What happened to your arm? I don't know. I think it's from too much exercise. Actually, I pulled something. Oh. So I can Time do- to slow down and have a little turkey and stuffing in hand. Yeah, right. Well, cookies. I love that. But that's why I do Pilates Plus mm-hmm. with my girlfriend who yep. owns um, Pilates Plus and Shermanx. And then I do- um, I should go with you guys. I've been doing Pilates for 11 years now. Yeah. And I feel like if I had- Like I have a trainer, but I need someone to, to hold me accountable because I cancel all the time. I need yeah, someone to say, she'll get there. accountable, and she'll also let me off the hook when I want <laughs> See, I don't get – mine's like, okay, that's $75. Thank you. you and I also do yoga. And so those are the two things that I don't have to put a whole lot of pressure on my arm. Mm-hmm. But it's hard for me to blow dry my hair anymore. So if I'm not, like, getting my hair done by Pamela and Terry's not doing my makeup, then I pop into the blow dry bar. No, your hair looks great. You, you and Kyle have Can great hair. It's annoying. <laughs> I clearly don't pay to have my hair done on the show because – I don't, I don't care. Like I don't do the back of my hair cause I can't see it <laughs> and it just is what it is. I have these extensions taped in and I just don't care. Uh-huh. Like I'm not, Your I hair would, always looks good. Really? You know, I just, it's wavy naturally. So I just kind of bump it up and then I, Oh, so you're lucky and you just do that. Scrunch it I up and then I use, hair. I use a little curling in the front because then, you know, this has to be straightened a little cause I want wavy bangs. Oh uh, yeah. See for me, it's straight. So I get, if I want a little body or wave, I've got a nice. Yeah. So what's next for you? What, what are we, are you doing an e-cigarette deal or is that just my idea in my head that I'm putting out there in the world? I know I've, <laughs> I've been, people have talked to me about it, but I haven't really done one yet. Okay. E-cigarette people call Kim Richard. She's the <laughs> queen of them. She has every flavor. We all steal them. I've never even smoked. I smoked, I think in Milan for, I pretended to smoke. I would hold my cigarette until the ash would like go down i never really smoked it i was just trying to be cool but those e-thingies are I really good all day long i mean it's much better for you right yeah and like before i wasn't a big smoker but it was the one vice that i liked you know after i stopped drinking you need to have something to do when i'm having my glass of wine <laughs> at night when you guys are drinking honestly yeah. I, it did something for me to puff on when you guys are no i, I totally jennifer does this at my girlfriend jennifer who's sober she does the same thing and she's a little more comfortable with it just because she's been sober for eight years and I see her starting to itch and like she actually was doing the real cigarettes. I'm like, girl, 
get on board with the E so you can sit here next to me and don't have to leave me by myself. And so now she's on them too. I don't think everybody really needs to have advice. I think that like when I came out of, I do, (laughs) I I felt really good about not, you know, smoking or drinking and anything. And, but then I don't know something when I went to give up the nicotine that I just wanted to replace it quickly. And then I, I really didn't have anything for a while, but I quickly went to these and I felt like I didn't need any of it. I think it's more for fun right. as it is. It is nice when everybody's doing something it's just social. to have something it's in my hand. Social. You know, I like it, but it probably isn't true that everybody needs to have a vice. I just right. think it's kind of fun to have a vice more. I just think that it gives you something to do when yeah. other people are drinking That's or it makes you feel when uncomfortable. You're in a social environment, right. it's more... It's like you're just like, sitting there, I'll have a water, and you just feel like this pressure... Maybe. I do I'm, like when I'm at home and it's kind of like quiet and you like to have like my cigarette and it lights up blue or pink and it's got like a flavor. <laughs> the flavored like, ones we all stole from you in Puerto Rico. Those were good. I like banana. I do. That's the only, I mean, is there nicotine in that? I have one with nicotine and one right. without. All right. The nicotine banana one I like. A little bzzz, right. I just know. don't want my kids thinking I'm actually smoking because I told them that smokers are going to die before the rest of us. <laughs> yes, I mean, it's true, but I don't want, I just, I like to put a little fear in their lives so that they think, you know, before they do things. I don't know. I just think, you know, they're such free little spirits. I just yeah, want them to really to do that so that they don't, you know, a lot of kids, they see their parents smoke think or it's drink cool. and they grow up smoking, yeah. drinking, and then the kids that, no, yeah. it's dangerous. Probably won't. Yeah, hopefully. They're yeah. like, well, you know, they don't know that much about drugs, and we've talked about it. I'm like, you will go in a coma. This is what my parents told me. They told me a story about this chick that did cocaine one time, and she went in a coma, and she's been in a coma her whole life. Stop. Yeah, I don't even know that it's true, but that's oh, what was in my head. Her. No, you know her? Like, no, but oh I God. had that in my whole head until like, you know, the 90s. <laughs> but, oh, let's talk about your dog, Kingsley. You like my dog. I want to like your dog. Love my dog, Brandy. Oh, it's scary. You love my dog shit. like I love your dog. Oh, you, <laughs> you hate Buddy. You're, Buddy I don't hate oh. Buddy. He ate me. He, he ate my foot. Oh, he, he, he eats my foot every time I come over. He's, I mean, he has sharp teeth. He, I, I want to file them down. Is that animal cruelty? Well, I wouldn't do it. Well, I need to. I mean, he really breaks the skin. And my dad is coming over and my grandma and my mom. My grandma is not. going to have to lock him up a little. We do. Yeah. I don't know. Well, the thing is, he's so little and cute, you don't expect it. I know. You're like with a big dog, you're like, whoa, watch out for the big dog. But they're like, oh, look at little buddy. You're like, ah, 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 ah. <laughs> fuck. They're gone. Little dogs like, are worse than big dogs, period. That's horrible. I mean, yes. at least, like with the, like I say, you expect it from yes. like a pit bull. No. All right, so are all your kids home for Christmas? My kids are all home for Christmas. Kimberly's home from college. It's so nice. And she's turned in like the total like college girl. It's so funny. She's, she's got like, I picked her up and she had on like, it was just her look, like her hair was all wavy from being at the beach. And she had like the glasses and like the short shorts. And I was like, Hey, how are you? And she's like, Hey mom, what's up? I'm like, like, Hey, hey I'm like, so good. I love you. Aww. And she loves college. And, um, you know, Brooke and Whitney, you know, are all your kids are gorgeous, by the way. You're very lucky. Thank you so much. I feel it. Too. Or either that or you're not because that would drive me crazy knowing I have these hot little girls running around out there that the guys are checking out. I don't know if I can handle it. I'm no, glad I have boys. I'm so, I'm so blessed. I really am. I'm so proud. I, I just, the girls went somewhere the other night and they actually all took a picture 
And one of them put, oh, I have the most beautiful sisters. And then the other one put, no, I have the most beautiful sisters. Oh. And the other one put, no, I do. And then I went on and I said, no, I have the most beautiful daughters. Oh. And your souls match because they really do. The girls are just beautiful. And I have a handsome, handsome boy. You do. I'm just, I'm really blessed. And, and the relationships that I have with them today are amazing. I just, I'm so grateful. Oh, my gosh. It's it's great. Yeah, I to wake see up every day. I know. I got a day. I love it. Okay. So. Uh, on one last question before we go, it's a serious question, and it pisses me off because I get it a lot, and I want to know your take on it. Now, if you want to tell people to f off, that is your chance. People ask me, "Do you really think Kim Richards is sober?" And I'm like, I get really angry. Why are you questioning her? I go, "That's not going to help her. She's great. She's sober. She's been sober." Everybody but has their opinion and all that. It doesn't just make you mad. It makes no, me mad. It doesn't. You know, if I, if they, if I look back at two years ago where I was and where I look at where I am today, I think the answer is right there. I mean, they've seen me. I know I haven't picked up a drink in two years. I feel great about yeah, but it. Then why ask the question? It's, it's, it just know, is like, I don't really care anymore what people think. I used good. it was really good when I first came back. I was so worried how people would perceive me and how right. I'm doing. And I was nervous. Like every time if I looked tired, if I wasn't feeling good, I, like now I have a cold. I was worried like people see me. How are they going to think? I don't care anymore. I know how I'm doing. I know my family knows how I'm doing. And, you know, I, I feel like I've been an inspiration to people and I hope I can continue to be and you know as long as um you know my family and I feel good and I hope that I can continue to help people so okay you haters out there you hear that all you haters she doesn't care what you think no I I care I do care but I'm not really it's not a concern it's not a concern of me on a daily level anymore I'm I'm happy with who I am today and I'm happy with my choices today and my kids and my family are and I feel like you know I've helped people and I continue I hope I can continue to do that so you know well, you're I love me. I love my life today. Good. So it's all good. Well, hopefully, while well, my parents are here, we'll be able to get in a little time to see each other. And I think if that's it. Art, do we have? Are we good? All right. Thank you so much, Kimberly, for coming to my so podcast. Thanks for having me, everybody. For being here, being on time, with tons to do. And Kim came to hang out with me. Thanks for listening to Brandy Glanville Unfiltered. Download a brand new episode next Tuesday at podcastone.com. Watch your favorite shows anytime, anywhere with Hulu Plus. On your TV or on the go with your smartphones or tablet, shows like Family Guy, Once Upon a Time, New Girl, Scandal, and more. Right now, you can try Hulu Plus for free for two weeks when you go to huluplus.com slash brandy. That's huluplus.com slash brandy. Christmas! <laughs> Stay tuned for the latest AP News headlines from Podcast One right after this. AP Update. I'm Tim McGuire. Pope Francis is in the heart of Mexico's drug trafficking region to say mass for cheering Mexican priests, nuns, and seminarians. AP's Nicole Winfield reports from Mexico City. He's celebrating mass for Mexican clergy and nuns, and he's expected to give words of encouragement as they try to minister to a people who have really been tormented by this gang warfare and violence related to the drug trade. Winfield adds that the Pope traveled to the city to show he is in sync with the local archbishop and cardinal, who has been active in bringing the church to the people. Francis's visit to Morelia is also a sign of a vote of confidence for the archbishop. 
Alberto Suarez Inda. Francis made him a cardinal last year, which is a strong signal of the respect that he has for him. In his homily, Francis urged the clergy to be inspired, to get out of their comfortable lives, and to fight injustice. AP Update, I'm Tim McGuire.